When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Good morning, everyone. Happy Sunday morning. It is 7.07 a.m. And my back really hurt this morning. But <laughs> here I am. You know, I'm a trooper. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word about that. <laughs> <laughs> you I people don't. Back. You people don't know what he's saying behind the scenes. Yes, I pulled my back yesterday. You know, getting the decorations out for Christmas from the crawl space, and um, but you know, I thought, you know what, life Carry goes on. on. Yes. But I bet your house looks beautiful. I bet it, right? We haven't decorated yet. That oh, was, that's today. That's it today. <laughs> <laughs> so in studio with me today, Kathy Talbot, <gasps> Courtney Bondi, uh, uh, sales reps with the Dan Gems team, and we have a special guest today. Joyce Blockmere from our office. Yes, good morning, good morning yes. Joyce. Joyce actually runs a place with Lisa, right? So, um, you know, Kath and, and Court on the road with Sean and Sue and he's selling houses. Lisa and Joyce run the shop. So they really keep everybody in check. And Especially you, know, you Dan. Especially me. Yeah, oh, especially boy. you. Someone has to keep me in check. <laughs> it's a big job, eh? It's Joyce? a huge job. Yep. It's a huge job. It's so much. It's a full time job, actually. It's for Joyce. a full time job. That's yes, right. Literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah. So we're we're happy to have Joyce with us today, and she's going to talk to us a little bit about her journey, because um, Joyce is also a licensed realtor, uh, and she was an active realtor years ago, uh, not in this area, but years um, ago. Years I mean, ago. No, it makes it sound like you're like, like seventy five. Okay, really last old. two years ago. A couple years ago. Three years ago. How long ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. Years ago. Years ago. Uh, so we'll, we'll <laughs> talk to Joyce about her story and how she ended up, um, you know, on this on this team. Poor her. But uh, lucky me. Lucky, lucky. lucky. Yes, you you're go. right. The best thing that could have ever happened to you, Joyce. <laughs> and you. And me. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the team, of course. So we'll talk to uh, Joyce about that a little bit later on. We're also going to talk about uh, some celebrity news. And uh, I almost got arrested yesterday. Oh, yeah. I know. Everyone looks shocked. Tell I us almost more. got arrested yesterday. Yeah. So I get home and uh, the I had the kids with me and uh, we went to drive my cousin to pick up her car from the garage. So Nick had gone to the gym. So uh, we actually pulled back into the driveway together into the garage. And I had all three kids with me and Nick was just coming back from the, from the gym. She's on the phone with her sister in the car. And so the kids are all excited to see mom. So they get out of my out of the van and they jump in the car with her while she's on the phone. So don't think anything of it. She comes out of the car. They come in the house. You know, 10 minutes goes by. Not even 10 minutes. Like five minutes goes by. I get a phone call from uh, OnStar. And, uh, you know, hello. Oh, hi. Um, Daniel Gemma's please. That, that's me. Um, it's OnStar. Uh, and, and the line was very, it was, it was a horrible line. So they were obviously using a VoIP line or something. And you couldn't really understand. I just heard my name and OnStar. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you're breaking up. And actually, she really was breaking up. I wasn't just saying that. <laughs> Didn't get off the phone. <laughs> she really was breaking up. And so it just I, I got to the point where I couldn't understand what she was saying, so I just hung up. Wrong number. Thinking, well, okay, first of all, it's probably OnStar just trying to sell me services, <laughs> so whatever. Oh. Um, and then she tries calling again. So I'm like, what is, like, I said, I can't, you, you know, you're breaking up, but I can't understand what you're saying. And so I hang up again, and I just ignore the rest of the calls. Not five minutes later, I knock on the door. It's the police. <laughs> what the heck? So, I opened the door, and of course, it's one of the Amherstburg police officers, and I said, hello. He says, 
Hi there. Um, we have a call from OnStar. Someone pushed the emergency button in the car. Oh. I said, uh... Uh-oh. <laughs> I said, that was probably the kids. It's in my car. The OnStar is in my car. So I'm like, you know what? I bet you when the kids were in the car with Nick, because she's just in the, in, the, in the garage, right, on the phone, they were probably jumping around the car, and they probably pushed the OnStar button. So Nick is in the nursery with the baby, changing her diaper or something. I said, honey, she says, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Let's go check the car right now. And uh, needless to say, the kids pushed the button. And, and Nick said, yeah, you know what? Actually, they did push the button. And I pressed, like I was <laughs> like hastily pressing the OnStar button to try to turn it off. Well, obviously, uh-huh. OnStar got the message. And so I said a couple, a couple things came out of this thing. Number one, honey, don't let the kids play with the buttons in the car. Number two, Dan, don't ev- ignore the OnStar call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, if you have OnStar in your car and you don't have an active um, plan, apparently the emergency button still works. So, oh, so you don't have an active plan. No. Oh, that's why you That's thought- why I thought they were just trying to sell me, you know, because they always call trying to sell you on the plan, right? Or they send you ma- a letter in the mail or whatever. And uh, yeah, apparently they oh. it still works if uh, if the... The plan is not active. Hmm. Good um, to know. Yeah. Yes. So again, my apologies to the Emmitsburg Police Service for having to waste their time coming out to our house because our parenting skills were not being best utilized yesterday. So you know, like back in the day, a kid used to pick up the the telephone yes. and dial nine one one or yes. something in the house. Now with the new generation, the it's going to be in the Oscar button. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So this is a commercial for Ostar, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, and yesterday we were walking in the parade, and uh, the officer—I give a good wave to the officer. He got a good laugh. But uh, yeah, so uh, thanks to all those folks. Could you imagine? I can imagine any any police force, you know, anywhere around the world must have to do a lot of calls, you know, for nine one one or yep. for Ostars yeah. or for whatever it is. But yeah, so my apologies to that officer for having to fill out that report for nothing. But oh well. They're protecting us, obviously. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. good. They're doing the job. Yeah. Um, we had the parade yesterday out in oh, Amherstburg. Oh, wasn't yes. it wonderful? It's lovely. You couldn't have asked for a better day. Yeah. No. Better yeah. night. The weather was right? perfect. Yeah. Jam-packed out there, and we collected um, some uh, some canned goods and some money for uh, the food bank. The food bank, on yeah. The, uh, on the float there. Which, so thank you to everybody who brought uh, brought stuff by. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. But all, all in all, it was, uh, it was a huge crowd, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Our crowd was pretty high energy. Yes, it was. It was. It was. It's always good to see, right? Yeah. And um, candy, like handing out candy, was we always have a blast. You guys always have a blast doing that, right? I really enjoy that because the kids really look for it now. It's like a second Halloween <laughs> for them. Yes, they had little bags. They all yeah. hats. Um, they had their hands out, bags out, hats out. I saw. A couple of little kids had their Halloween pumpkins out to really? put the candy in their Halloween Brilliant. pumpkins. Yes. We always, um, it's always, we're always so busy, right? And just in life, life in general, but at the office. And every year we go to plan this float and the parade, and it's always last minute, like, oops, we forgot to get our candy. And it'd be We much, had lots, Dan. We had lots because Lisa went out on, I think, Thursday to the store and, and you know, of course, all the big stores are out of their bulk candy because everyone's grabbing them for the parades. So she went to the dollar store and bought a bunch of boxes and just broke up the boxes and emptied the candy. Yeah, it worked out really but good. It worked out well. Yeah. But next year, we have to put a thing in our calendar to go get candy sooner. We? 
We, Lisa. I thought that said <laughs> Joyce. Joyce, make note. I thought that we had now Duly a parade noted. committee. I heard we had a parade committee oh, after really? this year. Oh, really? Are you on it? Yes. Uh, I haven't been asked to join oh. it yet, but I, I heard we have Well, here's one. My offici- uh-huh. me officially asking you to be the parade committee. Would you like to be the parade committee, Kath? <laughs> no comment. No, no comment? Oh. <laughs> but, oh boy. Anybody do some uh, Black Friday shopping this, uh, this year? Oh, just shoot me. I, I wouldn't do so that. No. no way. I Lots saved no tons of money this year. Did you? Tons. You didn't go out? I didn't go out. <laughs> Joyce did not Perfect. go shopping there this year. Perfect. There you go. Court, did you? No, I don't I don't know if the deals are... I don't find the deals to really pique my interest or... Yeah. We've never been much much for I've never been Black into... Friday yeah. Me neither. I wouldn't go if you... Gave me five thousand dollars to spend. I hate big crowds. Mm-hmm. I hate like going to the, to the stores and there's it just I feel. Ugh, I know. I, you're not a big wow. fan of shopping to begin I with. I hate shopping. So throw period. you with a bunch of crowds. I know. It's amazing how it's overflowed online too, though. Because yes. even shopping online, everything that I wanted was gone. Oh out, really? Out of stock. Out of stock. Out of stock. So oh. it's not just the stores. It's online too. Online too. Son of a gun. Well, and I'm sure there's there's tactic from the stores online too. They just want to get get you to the website, right? And you probably end up buying more things and yeah, right. It's like Costco. Who can go to Costco and just spend fifty bucks? Oh, seven hundred and fifty dollars exactly. later. I know. Sometimes I go in without any cart because I'm thinking, okay, I'm just going in for this. Even if I get two or three things, I can carry them. I'm out, right? Because otherwise, forget it. Nope. Yeah. I know. Love Costco. Um, but when we come back, let's talk about some celebrity stories. Oh, and okay. I've also got um, 12 things that realtors look for in homes of their own. I want to see if we if we believe this, if we can, you know, as realtors, all of us are realtors in the room. 12 things realtors look for in homes of their own. So features okay. that, that realtors, as realtors, because we see houses all the time, that we look for when we shop for homes, for oh. ourselves. Oh, I oh, see. Okay. Let's talk yeah. about that a bit later on. Okay, lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show make better decisions when you are informed of what's going on. Real estate is often the largest investment you'll ever make. You want a real estate team you can trust helping you along the way. And definitely be able to make better decisions because of it. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show with one of the most trusted realtors in Windsor-Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, Courtney Bondi, sales reps with the Dan Jemis team in studio with us. Today we have special guest Joyce Blackmere. Who's um, our administrator at the office? One of them, right? One of them, yes. And uh, if you often call the um, if you call the team, uh, Joyce is usually the first person to, call, to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. So if you have a bad experience, just it's Joyce. <laughs> no one ever has a bad experience. Never though. A bad experience. No one Never. ever has a bad experience on the team. Everyone loves it. I'm just teasing Joyce. But uh, okay, so let's talk. I have a couple of um, of celebrity news stories. Any Elvis fans? Oh yeah! Oh my goodness! Oh my love! And you don't like Elvis? Elvis. I don't mind Elvis. It's okay. I don't get the whole. It's okay. It's fine. (laughs) It's to me. It's it's all good. There's lots of Elvis fans. Oh yes. But um, Elvis slept here. The King's former Beverly Hills house is listed for thirty million bucks. If Elvis is your icon of choice, we have a house for you. You'll need thirty million bucks and a deep desire to live like the King. In the swanky uh, Trousdale Estates neighborhood of Beverly Hills, California. With those big boxes checked, the gorgeous French Regency mansion will satisfy your burning love. <laughs> hunka hunka burning love. <laughs> it sits on 1.18 acre um, uh, promontory, uh, promontory and offers city to ocean views so you can effortlessly behold your domain. 
or at least behold the suspicious minds of your celebrity neighbors. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I can say that only... one too if you want. Oh boy. I thought he only owned Graceland. Oh, come on. Okay, uh, how street... many others did he own then, Six. mister? Oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> the street is now prop- uh, properly known um, as Billionaire's Row. There remains a huge celebrity magnet, and owning a home with such cultural significance would be a sound investment, says this guy, founder of the agency. Um, Elvis and Priscilla Presley reportedly purchased a three-bedroom, five-bath home in 1967. Looks like a very small house. The year they were married, they paid $400,000 for it, and according to Priscilla's recent revelations, it was a bit of a heartbreak hotel for her. Oh, the iconic home has changed hands several times since the 70s and was most recently sold in 2014 for 14.5 million bucks. Hmm. Uh, The new uh, 30 million price tag reflects a number of updates, including stainless steel appliances, new flooring. (laughs) Wow. That's worth 30 million. (laughs) An upgraded electrical system, new flooring from Doobie's Home Center in Amherstburg. Updated Uh, electrical. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. The indoor-outdoor living and entertaining space has been improved with a patio with fireplace and a, a resurfaced pool and spa. The attached guest house also received a thorough update. The one constant on the property is the famous gate where fans still leave notes to Elvis, along with the occasional blue suede shoe. You're kidding. After wow. all these years. While plenty of work went on behind the uh, behind the gates, the home still features the, originally, uh, the original entry gates where Elvis greeted fans, signed autographs, and posed for photos. Oh, there you go. The remodel, the location, the celebrity icon connection, and the robust housing market have resulted in dramatic price appreciation in just a couple years. The most important factor may be up for debate, but there's one thing that's certain. The new owners will love it tender. Okay, really? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> did you write that article, Dan? I did. Oh, I was up all night. Um, okay, so that that's uh, that's that one. Uh, if anybody, um, anybody know who Tobey Maguire is? The He was the original, not the original, but his Spider-Man, Spider-Man. for a little while. Yeah. He picks up a brand new Brentwood mansion for 13 million bucks. It looks like Spider-Man star Tobey Maguire isn't simply sitting around brooding over his recent split from his wife of nine years, Jennifer Meyer. Who's that? Anybody know? I have no, no idea. idea. Maguire Maguire's ex-wife. Down, uh, <laughs> yeah, almost 13 million bucks on a newly constructed mansion in Brentwood, uh, says Yolanda, uh, Yolanda's Little Black Book a Hollywood real estate blog. Located in a high-priced and quiet Brentwood Park, the new digs are described as modern, traditional, and feature six bedrooms and 7.5 baths. Someone please explain to me why someone would have, all these celebrities have more ba- uh, more bathrooms than they do bedrooms. Mm-hmm. They like to look at themselves in the mirror. Like, oh, that's a good point. There you good go. Good point. The three-level home has two brick chimneys, uh, light oak floors, and vaulted ceiling in the master bedroom that includes his or her, in uh, hers bathrooms. Uh, um, I'm sure there's his and hers closets too. Or like I call them hers and hers in some of his closets. <laughs> uh, the chef's kitchen contains teal shaker-style cabinets and flows into a family area. The backyard has an infinity swimming pool. I love infinity oh, pools. Cool. Gorgeous. Uh, an inset spa. Other wow factors include a theater, gym, wine cellar, and elevator. For that kind of money, I wouldn't. Uh, I would hope so. Okay. Let's get to um, if I can find my list here. Some of the um, features that realtors look for. In homes when they're shopping, according to this article. I want to see if we all agree. Let's see. Okay. Bed, baths, or be gone. <laughs> this is from the this is the realtor in the article. I owned a one bedroom condo in downtown Chicago high rise and realized right away that I needed a second bedroom and another bath. 
um, says this realtor. Now I'm in a place with space to live, work, and entertain. The takeaway for house hunters, buy a place that can grow with you. Someone who's single, say, uh, can always use an extra bedroom as an office or a media room until a partner and family comes along. So find something that you can grow into. I think as realtors, that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty sense. easy one yeah. for us, right? Yeah. Fixer-uppers prefer the desire to buy low and sell high isn't purely the, pro- um, the province of flippers. Uh, so do uh, b- realtors want to buy low and sell high? Sure, why not? Right? Fixer-uppers. No, not everybody wants a fixer-upper because not everybody's handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like me, right? And me. And you. Us. And Joyce, yeah. Sorry, Sean, Aaron. our team, however, super handy. Uh, privacy, please. Privacy. Do we all look for Privacy. Well, I do, but I think that's, that's probably more dependent on the, yeah, on the person where you're at in your, in your life, your life. It's funny because we right now we're in well, Joyce is actually in our neighborhood too, uh, as is Sean, and our neighborhood is extremely family oriented. It's all yeah. young families, um, you know, so the kids have tons of friends out that way, and it's uh, it's lots of fun from that way. But there's no doubt that Nick and I have always you know kept our eyes peeled for wide open spaces it's always something that's attracted us Nick grew up on you know out in the county uh, in an acre and a half Um, I grew up in LaSalle and you know in a neighborhood so it's kind of those things but I would love to have space for my kids to play too right and Kathy you have have some nine acres you have nine acres out that way yeah but you know that's why you see Kathy often running around in the field and (laughs) (laughs) riding her dirt bikes bikes. (laughs) four wheelers yeah four wheelers yeah (laughs) <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Not quite our horses, no. <laughs> uh, let there be light. Natural light is one thing. Megan Ryan, a real estate agent uh, with Keller Williams in Illinois, can't live without. Look to see if there's any, if there uh, are plenty of windows and check to ensure they're operable. And not just that, but I think as realtors, we all pay attention to the direction that the windows are facing. Yes. Uh, are they, you know, south or north or east or west? What directions are the windows facing um, for that for that light? Right. No? Yes? Maybe? Oh, absolutely. I think so, yeah. I'm a window window yeah. person and tree yeah. Lots of, And you have lots of big windows in your place, too, yeah. which is awesome. Lots of light is good. Lots of light. Let there be love. I'm very conscious of how a home has been cared for by the seller. Has it been loved, enjoyed, and maintained? While there will always be a few structural fixes needed, it's important that there has been regular upkeep or placement of mechanicals and big-ticket items like a roof or tucking point. I think a lot of these points can be just for any buyer. Yeah. Though, really. I think that's right? number one there, just seeing how, yeah, the previous owners took care if they took pride in their home or yes. whatnot. Because it could be outdated, right? But if it's if it's, if it's, it's loved, taken care of. Then, it's, then you're golden. And we often see houses that, you know, yeah. were last updated in the 70s, but they are spotless. Yeah. The carpet is still, you know, beautiful and spotless. Yeah, it's a yeah. pleasure to show a house like that that's yeah. got pride of ownership. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Really. Very that's much huge. So. When we get back from break here, we're going to have a news break with, uh, with Xander. But when we get back, we're going to talk to Joyce about her journey in the real estate business. Uh, she went from selling, um, you know, lots of homes with her husband uh, up north. And now, you know, she's trying to keep us all in check on the team. So we'll talk about her journey when we get back right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. 
Okay, welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, Courtney Bondi, and now Joyce Blackmere uh, in studio with us. Uh, and Joyce has been on the team for a couple of years. Before we get to Joyce, though, you want to say hello to somebody, Kathy? I do. I, I want to say good morning to Lucy. She Lucy! Is, she's a client of ours and is becoming a wonderful friend. Lucy Braddix, yes. So I wanted to we say good morning Lucy. to good morning, you, Lucy. Lucy. She's been, she's had an exciting uh, an exciting couple of uh, I guess it's been about a month now right a uh, few weeks ish yep yep couple weeks but yes great to yeah uh, a great lady and, and I'm Lucy really to the show, so. enjoying getting to know her good yep. morning Lucy mm-hmm. her uh, her son uh, and daughter uh, are the good friends of ours live across the street but uh, okay so Joyce. All about Joyce now. This whole segment's about Joyce. All about me. Watch out, Woo-woo. Joyce. Um, it's funny because we always we've we've got such a large team that we typically just have the same voices, the sales reps that we've pretty oh, much take on. What are you trying on. to say, Dan? I'm trying to say that I'm trying to you know get rid of us all and just <laughs> give the show to somebody else, I guess. But uh, and we don't we don't get to really talk much to the rest of the team about their journeys because everyone has stories and everyone has yeah. a journey and on how they you know came about uh, joining the team and uh, Joyce has a, a story as well and so you've been with us for has it been over a year now it's been over, over a year. year just over a year yeah it's been a long year oh long, it's been a fantastic year. year it's been an amazing year hasn't it incredible the best of your life so far absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell everybody listening um, is, t- tell us your story so you came to us um, so why don't you start with where, how you started, I guess. Sorry. Okay. I, I, I got to, you know, so narrow this down. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. It's a long story. It's okay. We have, you know, two minutes. Go. Okay. I'm kidding. Go. We have, we got All right. Well, my husband, Aaron, uh, was actually licensed first and selling real estate. And this is 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Uh, so the market's booming. Not here, though. Not here. Sorry. Yes. We were in Wasaga Beach. Yes. That's where we sold real estate, Wasaga Beach, Collingwood, Blue Mountain area. Um, so the market's booming. He's selling like crazy. He said, I need an assistant. And I said, eh, we're not paying anybody. I'll get licensed. So I got licensed and uh, we were both selling uh, together on a team. Um, we started on a team and then we went off on our own for a few years um, did really well and we're enjoying it. And then we decided that we were going to move. Life got away, right? Yeah. 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 Things pe- changed. People don't realize and... how busy it gets. Yeah. 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 So, um, just wanted to make some changes. So we came to Windsor Essex and yes. I took a little hiatus. Um, then I saw Dan's advertising online, nonstop on Facebook. <laughs> it just kept coming up. Help wanted, help wanted, help wanted. So I thought, huh, maybe I'll give this a give this a shot. So here I am. That's it when just we, uh, we were out. looking for an administrative assistant and Lisa yeah. put out the ad, yeah. Yeah, it worked out well. So quite different from going from sales to admin. Um, have a much bigger respect for what the ladies did at uh, my office yeah. uh, prior. But um you know, it, it's it's one thing that because people see our faces, right? They see the sales reps out there because you're out there day day in day out with with the buyers and sellers, and they don't realize how much work goes on beyond this behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and between you know Lisa and Joyce and Nick and Andrew and uh, Corey and everyone else on the team that's you know behind the scenes and and making sure everything pulls together. It allows you know the sales reps to you know spend more time out there with the buyers and sellers, which yeah. is you know what helps them the most yeah um and not have to worry about all the admin stuff um and a good example you know kath core you guys can speak to it you do your offers and you drop them off right when you're by yourself as a single realtor you are doing everything everything by yourself 
It is impossible. I don't know how I ever did it. You know, and Kathy, we often say that, right? Because yep. you, you were still by yourself too. I don't know how we ever did it. And now looking back, you know, ha- having had the team, I don't know if I ever could again. I really oh, don't know if gosh. I ever could again. Yeah. Me neither. You know, because you get so reliant on just having the team pick up the slack and be able to help you focus on what is most important, and that is helping people buy and sell their houses. Um, and so, you know, Joyce, one of your many roles, because you have a whole bunch of roles. Evolving. Um, it's evolving. evolving our team roles. is evolving so fast. It's growing so fast that we've, you know, our, our office um, uh, employees understand that they have to morph with the team because it's just growing at such a fast pace, which is awesome. We're, we're blessed and we're, we're super um, lucky to have that that opportunity. But because of that, you know, Joyce's role started out as a very basic, you know, receptionist type role and has now morphed to a very vital part of, uh, well, every role is vital, but she's now, because she's licensed, so we were able to get her back license on the team. So now that allows her to help with offer paperwork and with, you know, just stuff that you couldn't do unlicensed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then having the experience of being out in the field, being able to utilize yes. that when we do write offers and everything, that there's that other, that input. I know that. Bounce ideas off yeah, each other. Yeah, bounce That's ideas. Right. And hey, did you think about, remember this? And just, yeah, it's phenomenal. Were you nervous coming onto the team at first? Yes, I was. How so? I was nervous because the team that I started on, um, the relationship didn't go as expected, um, which was a blessing. Um, in yes. disguise and I learned a lot so this is like night and day this is structure and camaraderie and um, organized <laughs> so yeah. it's uh it's definitely definitely a nice situation to be a part of involved with which is huge you know Kath we often talk about how people have no idea right oh, I um, say it all the time what what when you when you say that what what do you mean? Explain to people what you what you mean. I go around like um, like the cat that swallowed the canary, <laughs> and that I have this really big fat secret that we have the best kept secret on the planet. We in do this, on this team, and people. People see us out there, and they see that we're selling, and they see all our promotion and all of that but they truly don't see what is behind the scenes. Yeah. And that is what makes us tick. Yeah. It's just amazing it's how it all works. Yeah. Yep. Everybody uh, on this team will jump in front of a bullet for a client, for anyone else on the team. Yep. It is amazing. When you have, you know, and there's other teams uh, in the industry worldwide, and like Joyce, you're a part of one, yep. right? Where people not, don't necessarily care about the other person next to them. Um, it's every person out for themselves. And on this team, it is amazing that everybody will jump in front of a train for the next person on the team, uh, for our clients. It's something that I have never experienced in other workplaces, in other businesses. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, and it's not just business related. It's, it's personal as well. You know, like the team went on that, uh, summit, that conference. Yeah. I couldn't go because I was away. I can't believe the messages I got from all of you. Hey, we miss you. We wish you were here. It's not the same without you. That just blew me away. Like, I, I kind of know it, but still, to get those messages really, really impacted me. So that's what I mean by the um, the real guts of it, right? Sure. Like, right down to the bottom line. Yeah. Our actions match what we say, right? Absolutely. Yes. And it's funny because all of us, like, we've all got families and Every single one of our family members is part of the team, yeah, right? Yeah. Like 
Courtney's brother, uh, <laughs> you know, and and just the whole everybody's families, like just not just our our immediate spouses and, and kids, but our our parents and our sisters and brothers and well, yeah, yeah they all cool. help. like, like get involved. at the parade everyone's everyone's getting involved and everyone's coming out and helping it's just yeah it's tr- it's just amazing there's it's hard you're right it's just hard to explain the team yeah the connection the, the connection there yeah. um Joyce coming coming into um I guess this you've you've always had a lot of funny stories from your experiences back when you were selling and you've got a couple that You've agreed to share because we we've had some good laughs on the team about them. Yeah. If my husband's awake right now, he is shaking his oh, head. Oh, he's awake. <laughs> and Aaron, I'm sorry, but we got we got to we got to tell folks some of these stories. But what was the first one? You got to okay. Start with... So my best one, invo- my husband is a sort of a part of it. Um, Those so are always better. So go ahead. <laughs> so I'm showing a property, and um, it it's a bit of a fixer upper, we'll say. It's it's a lot of a fixer-upper. <laughs> and I'm walking downstairs to this basement, um, and there, I didn't see it, but I guess there was a nail sticking out of, of a board, like on the wall or whatever, and it caught the edge of my pants. And as I... Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> so... And you have clients with you, obviously. I have clients with me. I'm yes. showing them property. They're already downstairs. I'm the second one down, the last one down. <laughs> Well, this nail catches my pants, and as I pull away just to sort of unhook it, I am not, I I can't even explain this without laughing. Oh my goodness. Anyways, it just tore the whole rear end of my pants (laughs) wide open. Like, not just a little bit. This isn't a little hole. I'm talking full Monty. Like, ripped my pants wide open now did you did I you was know horrified. these clients oh my goodness were um, they new clients or did you know them i've show i'd showed them a couple of okay times that helps before. a little bit <laughs> so i'm freaking because my i feel a draft <laughs> i would say what time of year was it did you have a cold it was the summer oh, it was okay. the summer and the worst part is is they were great little cargo pants i loved them anyways <laughs> So I'm I'm panicking because I'm like where we still I still had like two or three houses to show, <laughs> and uh, so anyways, I guess she the the female um, in the group noticed that my pants that my, you, my that butt that you're walking is, up against the wall right <laughs> tiptoeing around my back or my um, my back's always facing the opposite direction. She's like she comes up to me and she whispers in my ear. She goes. Would you like my jacket? Oh, excellent. <laughs> so I was horrified, but obviously I still had some some properties to show. And you still have a jacket so, today, right? No. No, she <laughs> wanted it back. So the funny part of this story, this is where my husband comes in, is uh, we're done at this house. I get in the car and I call him um, on, at the time, my flip phone. <laughs> I call him and I'm like... In tears, but laughing. I'm like, you're never going to guess just what happened to me. I'm so humiliated. And I'm like, can barely speak. And I tell him what happens. He, he says to me, thank you very much, Aaron. Um, I think there's a sheet in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> so it was... Uh, so you wore a sheet the rest of the showings? What'd you do? N- no, no. I, I used... I kept her jacket. jacket. He just thought it was hilarious. And... Oh. Uh, and was he didn't really offer to bring you another pair of pants? Well, no, we. I was nice, in a different Aaron. town nice. at the time, oh. so uh, it. Uh, that is so. Funny. It was something to laugh. I would have driven, uh, you know, cross country for my wife to bring her a different oh, pair of pants. Sure you would. Sure you yeah. would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, Nick, I'm pulling up on the map here. There's a, yes. there's a Walmart around the corner. Yeah. Go there. And- <laughs> it's uh, my first year in real estate. So I oh. had uh, a couple of things happen. It was either you're going to keep selling or you're going to leave town. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was story number one. You have another one. Uh, the other one. With okay. Yes, with the shoe. So I'm showing a, a cottage property in the Blue Mountains and uh, walking down these rickety old stairs. And of course, I'm li- just newly licensed and I like getting dressed up and I have my dress on and all uh, prim and proper, or so I thought, until my heel catches a rut in the step going down the back deck. Well, I tumble down the last uh, three, three or so steps land on my hands and knees at the bottom of the steps, skin my knees wide open, gushing blood everywhere. My clients are laughing at me. <laughs> at this point, I've already locked the house back up, so I had to open it back up and find something to stop the blood. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, <laughs> but I made it. That was my first year. I made it another nine See? years. So Wow. Yeah. Uh, those are the only two really good stories that I have, though. Talk about all oh the injuries you've had at the Dan Jemis team behind the desk. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> I did fall off my chair, like Lisa, you did. the other, yes. other day oh, once. Boy. But, oh, that was but nothing as serious as, as what you've experienced serious, then. No. Isn't that, we've all got stories, don't we? Like, oh, truly, we all, we all have stories. Lord. You know, and we keep rehashing them, but... One of Cass' most recent is just when she pulled up to the wrong. Remember that you pulled up to the wrong house. You always tell that story. I always tell a story. But I, I, know. I remember I was showing a property out by Harrow, and the realtor. I opened up the house for the people. I was going to open up the house for the people, and I know the realtor really well. And he had his clients with him, and I've been to this house three, four, five times. I knew there was. A deck, like a step, a deck, right? But I said, hi, everybody. I'll open the house for you. I turn to the left. I forget about the deck. I go flying face first <laughs> on the deck. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I, th- I wanted to crawl under that deck so bad. Everybody's going, oh, my God, oh, my God, are you okay? And the realtor's helping me up. And just, just stay there for a minute. And really, I, I was more embarrassed than I was hurt. But it did almost not the wind out of me like I I fell hard right on my face in front of all these people oh my god that's one of the embarrassing ones I can remember anyway oh oh of course your teeth are intact I I can't I can't think of anything that you will not yet give it time you will yeah you will just a couple years into the business but give it give it time Cord. it'll just wear pants for showing. Not, That's all yes. I can this say. This week something's gonna happen. Watch. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm gonna bring, bring extra clothes. With bring extra clothes, clothes in your yeah. car. Extra shoes. Whatever. Isn't another one I was Band-aids. doing. Oh, another one I oh, was. They're doing. all flowing out. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> another one I was doing in Windsor. And I'm talking just embarrassing ones. I didn't hurt myself or anything, but um, I had new young clients, first time buyers. I was showing them properties, and I pulled the trick that I'm sure other realtors have done, where I pull the front door shut and realized I left my your phone keys. inside oh. the house on the table. And that's how we open our lock boxes, right? Or with our phones. And the, <laughs> the problem with, and I'm sure all of you will agree, we don't know everybody's numbers, right? No. Because it's so automatic to exactly. just put in your phone. Yeah. And I'm trying to think of, okay, who can I call? It wasn't my listing. So I thought... I can call the listing realtor, ask if the seller's nearby. I'm going through all of this. <laughs> the most embarrassing part of the whole thing was 
the client was a realtor. Like he used to be a okay, realtor. Okay. And I'm trying to impress I'm trying to impress them, right? To pick them up as buyers. <laughs> and I'm standing there going, Oh my God, I can't get back in the house. I don't know anybody's numbers. I I didn't know how to get a hold. I had to use his phone while I don't even know how to call people on his phone because I don't know their numbers. Oh lordy. They still laugh about it to this day. Was oh. it um was it you or was it Sue? It might have been Sue that had same thing, locked out of the house and the clients didn't have their shoes on. <gasps> no, that wasn't I think it was me. Sue. Oh my god! They, they, they went outside, out back to look at the back of the house or whatever, thinking the door was unlocked, and they go back in, and it locked behind them. Yes, and it was in the middle of the winter, I think. Yes, and they didn't have their shoes on. <laughs> and the, they go to get back into the house, and the, the door's locked. Oh my goodness! The other one oh. I can think of is <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm showing, and now every house I show, I think of this. Uh, I open the lockbox, I get the key out. I'm on a deck with one of those. Uh, it's a boarded deck, and oh. there's slats between the deck, between the boards. <laughs> and I drop the doggone key, and of course it falls in the crack of the deck, <laughs> underneath the deck. And you can't get it out. Like there's no way you're ever gonna you're ever gonna get it. Oh my god! I had to call the realtor. The realtor was upset because the people had like they were out of town. And there was only the one key. So, and there was, it was hot listing and there was supposed to be all these showings and I had the key. And you know, I think of that to this day, like whenever I take a key out of a lockbox, I'm always worried I'm going to drop it behind the deck or behind the porch or in a hole or, oh my God. I've dropped some money and they always just end up right safe. Yes. Like where it's right there. Yes. I'm like, oh, you know, you do the slow motion don't dive. Move. Please. Yes, please don't go that yeah. crack. Don't go that crack. <laughs> I talk about that oh, to people boy, all the time boy. now. Good oh. stories. Okay. You keep thinking of some more. You, you, you will think of some more. And we're going to come back uh, from break in just a few, few seconds. Okay? Lots more to come right here on the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. <laughs> Do you ever wonder if you've made the right decisions buying a home? Are you in the right mortgage product? Should you spend that extra money on home renovations? I just needed some advice. And I figured I would just come straight to the source. Well, you happen to be in the right place for all the best advice. Thank you so much. You give people such awesome advice. You're listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back to the show. Kathy Talbot, Courtney Bondi, and Joyce Blackmere, all from the Dan Jemis team in studio with us today. And if you're just tuning in, you've been missing some uh, some funny <laughs> stories we've all been sharing with, uh, you know, our experiences in real estate, which, you know, we always have stories that are, are popping up. And, um, you know, one of the ones that, you know, we can all relate to, I think every single one at the table, is pets. Um, and how, how often do we have, you know, we go show a house and it says, or the realtor will say, please don't let the cat out or don't let the dog out. And well, it's inevitable. Eventually something is going to get out when it's not supposed to. Yes. Right? We've all been there. Oh, yes. How we all chase animals down, down the street. Kath? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> or like Courtney said, there's one trying to get in the house. Yes. And you, don't and you think, belongs. oh, my God, does this really belong here? There, do I let it in or do I not let was, it in? And, that's actually oh, happened to me God. in the past where literally we opened the door to go out and a cat jumped into the house. And we're like, oh, like, uh, hope, like you hope that, you know, it ended up being fine. The cat belonged in the house. But like, you know, could you imagine? Or they have another Some litter of kittens. Random cat. Yeah. <laughs> <Jumps into the laughs> a house. few months later. Oh, my gosh. But um, yeah, try and, you know, a, a lot of our sellers, we, we advise them, you know, because you always want to give the best advice to take them out of the house for showings or 
for Put dogs. Put them in Put like them a kennel or, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, most often not, cats will just hide under the beds and they'll just yeah. stand there with strangers in the house. But you have to be careful. Uh, so listen, if you are thinking of buying or selling, uh, the Dan Gemma's team would love to help you. Uh, and uh, we'll come out there. We'll do a free home evaluation, see where you're at. Oftentimes, you know, you'll say, you know what, we're thinking of renovating this or that before we put the house up for sale. And we'll often tell them, don't bother. Just just put it up as it is. And uh, it has to make sense, right? You have to put money out and you have to get it back and then some. Yeah. Or else why bother? If it'll, if it'll sell just fine without doing that extra $10,000 in work, then don't put it in, right? Your most important um, rooms typically are your, your kitchen, your bath. Absolutely. Baths, kitchens, depending. <laughs> um, people want to... Uh, Want to see nice, nice stuff there, right? Nice updates. Um, but paint's an easy one to do, like we always talk about. Yes. Yep, and it changes the whole does, look. Yeah, does you got wonders. It. You got it. So if you're thinking of buying or selling, give us a call seven days a week, 519-566-5565. It's 519-566-5565. You can find us online at danjemis.com. And uh, yeah, we have all kinds of fun stuff on our website. You can find the show. It's podcasted uh, there. Um, we have some video clips as well. We often have um, cameras in the studio, which today we forgot them at the uh, at the office. So there's we, no cameras we today. We forgot them. Yeah. <sighs> Fine. Kathy Joy. forgot them. No, Kathy sorry, forgot the them whole at the team office. In. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have uh, we have lots of fun. So you can find a lot of those clips online on YouTube. Just uh, just search Dan Jemis Radio or Dan Jemis Show, and you'll find a lot of stuff there as well. But Give us a call if you are thinking of buying or selling, and uh, we'll, we'll come out there and take a look and uh, give you some advice, let you know what your house is worth. Oftentimes, you could be surprised, right? Mm-hmm. So whether you're in uh, in LaSalle, in Windsor, in Lakeshore, in Leamington, in Amherstburg, the Dan Gemma's team is there to help you, okay? We will see everybody next week. Thank you for coming in today. Have a great Thank day, you. everybody. Yes. All right, everybody. See ya. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show. If you thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.